We cover the latest Federal Reserve commentary. Mortgage interest rates continue the rise. The biggest analyst calls of the day? Well, there are some interesting ones. Janet Yellen warns of the global economic impacts due to the Russia-Ukraine conflict. And a Bitcoin billionaire says Bitcoin is going to the moon. This is the Running With The Money Briefing. Let's get into it. up how's it going my name is luke donay and this is the running with the money podcast powered by pounding the table either way we are back i know i missed the briefing yesterday and that is my fault technical difficulties on my end but we got everything patched up and we are back now the dow jones finishing the day down 144 points nasdaq down 315 and the s&p 500 down 43 and this all comes in and this all this selling pressure comes in as we get Fed commentary leading up into these Fed minutes, and then, of course, these Federal Reserve minutes. Now, what did these minutes from the previous meeting, the most recent previous meeting, tell us about the Federal Reserve's plan going forward? Well, the market definitely didn't like the discussion at the previous meeting where officials of the Federal Reserve actually talked about balance sheet reduction and had a consensus view that they could start rolling off on the balance sheet at around $95 billion. Now, this would be a combination of $60 billion in treasuries and $35 billion in mortgage-backed securities. That was the consensus makeup. And it's also important to note that this roll-off could be phased in over three months, and then they would be consistently doing this going forward. Now, it is important to note that also support for a 50 basis point hike at upcoming meetings actually increased as well. Per the minutes on quote, it says many participants noted that with inflation well above the committee's objective, inflationary risk to the upside and the federal funds rate well below participants estimates of its longer run level, they would have preferred a 50 basis point increase in the target range for the federal funds rate at this meeting. So support for a 50 basis point hike is increasing. It is also important to note that the minutes went on to say, quote, many participants noted that one or more 50 basis point increases in the target range could be appropriate at future meetings, particularly if inflationary pressures remained elevated or intensified. So in essence, what the minutes are telling us here is that they are getting even more serious and starting to plan that balance sheet reduction that could be actually much more close than what investors anticipated and further rate hikes that are not 25 basis points but 50 basis points could very well be on the way and that the fed is even more hawkish here now shifting into commentary that actually led up to this minute's release so yesterday afternoon we got commentary out of Fed Governor Bernard, and we also got commentary out of San Francisco Fed President Mary Daly. We're first going to cover Governor Bernard's comments going into these meetings from yesterday afternoon. She said, quote, it is of paramount importance to get inflation down. Now, in reference to interest rates, she then says that the Fed will continue tightening monetary policy methodically through a series of interest rate increases and by starting to reduce the balance sheet at a rapid pace as soon as our May meeting is what she said on quote. And then she continued on reducing the balance sheet. She said, 
that will contribute to monetary policy tightening over and above the expected increases in the policy rate. She then ends her comments saying, currently, inflation is much too high and is subject to upside risk. The committee is prepared to take stronger action if indicators of inflation and inflation expectations indicate that such action is warranted. So she's pretty hawkish with these comments going into these minutes that came out today. She was pretty much saying that the Federal Reserve is going to take all the necessary steps to stem this inflation as soon as possible, and balance sheet reduction is involved in this, and this is likely why you saw some downside yesterday as well, sizable downside, in fact, because these Fed members started to come out and get pretty darn hawkish. And then we also had comments same day from Mary Daly, who is the San Francisco Fed president. Now, she went on to say, quote, I understand that inflation is as harmful as not having a job, that if you have a job and you can't pay your bills, or I feel like I can't save for what I need to do, then that's keeping you up at night. And our goal is to make sure that people don't stay up worrying about whether their dollar today will be the same and worth a dollar tomorrow. And she was speaking to the Native American Finance Officers Association when she made these comments. Now, she went on to talk about some more specifics, specifically interest rates and, of course, balance sheet runoff. She said, quote, it will mean interest rates go up, making it harder to finance a car or a business. Most Americans, most people, most businesses, hopefully people in tribal nations, you all have confidence that we're not going to let this go forever. She's referencing inflation. But if you don't have that confidence, let me give it to you. And then she finishes out her comments saying, quote, but inflation, what people are paying day in and day out is on the minds of everyone. They go to bed at night thinking about it, wake up in the morning thinking about rent, transportation, gas prices, food prices. So we, as a Federal Reserve, are on a path to raise interest rates. So you had two Fed members come out yesterday and they made pretty hawkish statements that they were going to get aggressive as the Federal Reserve, whether that is interest rates or balance sheet reduction or both simultaneously, which is looking like what we're going to get. And they said, look, the Fed is going to attack this inflation and we're going to try to stop it. And then today, this morning, actually just ahead of the Fed minutes, we had commentary from the Fed's Patrick Harker, and he also voiced his concerns. Now, he is the Philadelphia Federal Reserve president, and he went on to say, quote, inflation is running far too high, and I am actually concerned about this. He said, quote, the bottom line is that generous fiscal policies, supply chain disruptions, and accommodative monetary policy have pushed inflation far higher than I and my colleagues on the Federal Open Market Committee are comfortable with. I am also worried that inflation expectations could become unmoored. So what we are seeing here is another Fed official come out pretty hawkish saying this inflation needs to be dealt with. This inflation is an issue. We're seeing a lot of issues when it comes to inflation and that they need to be fixed. So simultaneously, over the course of 48 hours, just in front of these Fed minutes, you had multiple big time Federal Reserve members coming out and saying, look, Federal Reserve is going to take all necessary actions to stop inflation. And then these minutes come out and you have them taking all necessary actions or at least discussing that they're going to take all necessary actions to stem this inflation, to slow this inflation down. So that is the commentary. That's the past 48 hours when it comes to the Federal Reserve. And that is your update on what they have all been saying. 
pretty hawkish comments all around from the Fed, and the minutes definitely backed up those hawkish statements. Now, shifting into, of course, U.S. mortgage interest rates. They are rising. So according to the Mortgage Bankers Association, otherwise known as MBA, the average contract rate on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage rose 4.9%. Now, it might not sound much because it ended the week of April 1 from 4.8%, so it only went from 4.9% to 4.8%, but it is important to note that those are the highest rates we have seen since December of 2018. It's also important to note that mortgage rates have now increased by nearly 1.6 percentage points since the beginning of the year. That is the quickest run-up that we have seen in these borrowing costs since 1994. So this is no small feat. These things are moving and they're moving quick. Now, shifting into home prices, it's important to know that since the onset of COVID-19, home prices have gained 35%. So you're seeing home prices rapidly move to the upside. Meanwhile, you're seeing now these 30-year fixed rate mortgages and those interest rates rise is definitely not something you want to see, especially if you're going to buy a home, of course. Now, it is also important to note that the MBA also noted the market composite index, which measures mortgage loan application volume that fell 6.3%, which brings it to 398.5. That's the lowest level we have seen since March of 2019. So maybe you're starting to finally see some weakness in the housing market. It's going to be something to pay attention to, especially if these mortgage rates continue to rise even further, which many are expecting them to. Now, shifting into the biggest analyst calls of the day, we have Stifle initiating Occidental Petroleum as a buy. They go on to say, quote, despite the stock's strong year-to-date performance supported by purchases of top shareholders, Berkshire Hathaway, we believe Occidental remains attractively valued with a best-in-class 2022 free cash flow yield of 26%. And a 2022 EV to EBITDA, more than half a turn below our peers group average. So, Stifle on Occidental Petroleum, making a call here on free cash flow and also making a call on valuation, naming Occidental Petroleum a buy. We also had Loop initiating Upstart Holdings as a buy. That stock also got nailed today. But what did Loop have to say? The firm goes on to say, quote, We are initiating coverage on Upstart with a buy rating and a $140 one-year price target with further upside potential thereafter. Upstart is a two-sided fintech platform model that uses artificial intelligence, AI, and millions of data points to approve borrowers and match their loans to the risk appetite and lending policy of banks and financial buyers. Loop liking Upstart Holdings, naming it a buy. We also had UBS reiterating Caterpillar as a buy, saying, quote, we still expect Cat Caterpillar to show outsized incremental margins as cost moderate. But with steel and other commodity prices having increased in the wake of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, we expect this lift to be temporarily slightly flatter than we had previously expected before achieving the full inflection. We also had Steffens initiating block as overweight. The firm went on to say, quote, we view execution against a substantial total addressable market across cash app and seller serves as a catalyst for multiple expansion. Block's two-sided network is a differentiator in the highly competitive fintech and SMB space. 
and Afterpay is a driver of synergies and connector between two ecosystems. Stefan's liking the ecosystem and foundation of a block previously known as Square, initiating the name as Overweight. And then finally, we had Bank of America raising their price target on Tesla to $1,300 from $1,100. Going on to say, quote, Although the company may continue to face operational and financial hurdles, such as supply and demand challenges, potential future losses and cash burn, and the prospect of new competition and technology obsolescence, we believe the company can execute on further equity raises to fund accelerated growth and higher valuation. Bank of America bullish on Tesla. Now, shifting away from the biggest analyst calls of the day, we had Janet Yellen, our Treasury Secretary, talking about the war in Ukraine and its impacts on the global economy. She went on to say today, quote, Russia's actions, including the atrocities committed against innocent Ukrainians in Bucha, are reprehensible, represent an unacceptable affront to the rules-based global order, and will have, quote, enormous economic repercussions for the world. So she believes big time global economic repercussions are on the way due to this Ukraine Russian conflict. She also talked about how the International Monetary Fund and World Bank are indeed working together to provide aid to Ukraine. She also noted that the White House does indeed believe that Russia should be cut off from the global financial system. And I just wanted to give you those comments because it does refer to the global economy and it also gives you some insights on what the government is currently thinking when it comes to the Ukraine-Russia situation, which can definitely still affect the markets here big time. And then shifting into our final headline of the day, Bitcoin possibly going to the moon according to billionaire Novigrad. So crypto billionaire, billionaire crypto investor, Michael Novogratz is saying that once the Federal Reserve starts to take a pause and wants to slow down a bit, that Bitcoin could take off again. So today he did indeed note that he does believe the Federal Reserve is going to be, quote, very hawkish for a while due to the high inflation we are seeing, but believes that once the Federal Reserve slows down, quote, Bitcoin goes to the moon. So he believes that once the Fed slows down, Bitcoin is going to see a significant price increase. He also today reiterated his price target on Bitcoin of $500,000 and then eventually $1 million. So it's safe to say that Michael Novogratz is definitely still bullish when it comes to Bitcoin. But that is the running with the money briefing. We will be back, of course, tomorrow to talk the biggest headlines, the biggest news going around the market, and much more. In the meantime, Go give my boys over at Pounding the Table a listen and follow at Pounding the Table anywhere you listen to podcasts, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also, please go and give me and my team a listen and follow at Running With The Money on Facebook and Instagram or listen to all of our podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Easily Profit, trade on, and I will see you tomorrow.